When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. If you missed our second hour, you can go back and listen to the podcast. It is a it's a one long story that we tell, um, and you can listen to it in its entirety a little bit later. Okay, um, we have to talk about poor Taylor Lautner. <laughs> yeah, what's going on with uh, Tay Tay? By the way, you know he's married to Taylor Lautner. Excuse me? Taylor Lautner is married to Taylor Lautner. Right. Literally the most confusing couple in the world, but go ahead. And he used to date Taylor Swift, so he clearly has a very narrow... She would have. Well, I don't know. But um, Taylor Lautner clarifies that he made this Taylor Swift joke, and he says, I don't know if it was the wisest thing to say. Yeah. And he's saying that as thousands upon thousands of fans online are, you know, probably saying the most ungracious things about him. Right. So he was talking about Speak Now, Taylor's version. Okay. Okay. And he made a joke about John Mayer. And um, he did an interview um, that and said he felt safe after the announcement of Taylor Swift's Speak Now because he knew it wasn't him that she was singing about, but he was praying for John. Mm. So it was like tongue-in-cheek, like, phew. <laughs> I'm praying for John Not Mayer. me, but I, you know, I'm fingers crossed for John. Yeah, so... Um, so what? why didn't people, or what happened that people didn't like that? Uh, well, people didn't like it. They were just, you know, they just don't like you to say anything or joke about Taylor Swift at all. Like, don't put her down. I don't know the reasoning why, but he felt scared and he needed to make a statement. He felt so this scared? Is, like, yes. were, were people, like, protesting on his doorstep or, like, what's um, going on? I don't see that, but apparently he got some, he says it in this, I think he says it in this clip here, and he's on here, okay. uh, this clip um, on Sirius XM with his wife. Here he is. <laughs> so, I have to ask, because you guys were on the third hour yesterday, and... um there was there was a third Taylor involved in one of the questions that was asked oh. to you that is now blowing up everywhere. Uh, yeah, I've seen that. Are you like so rolling your eyes at this? So basically, uh, Taylor Swift is re-releasing "Speak Now," and s- someone asked you about it, and you like joked, I think, like, "Yeah, I feel safe praying for John." Yeah, and everyone's <laughs> obsessing. Yeah. Over this. I don't know if it was the wisest thing to say. I was definitely joking. <laughs> yes. I could pick up on that. It's taken off. Um, you know, all he said the, that, and then I was like, okay. Yeah. Are going with that? She, she's smart. You're the bodyguard. Me. Yeah. She knew immediately. She's like, well, that's going to really 
trigger the Swifties or I mean they're supportive of it because I mean I don't know I personally think John is a very talented musician um but uh I am aware of a couple songs that were on that album are you two Swifties like would you go to a concert oh my god answer absolutely I mean she she's like a like a diehard Swift okay asking for a friend because if you need a plus one to any of the shows (laughs) okay lady (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> They're not going to give you like so. Basically, Taylor Swift's wife says, "I can't even get tickets, so sorry." Um, and then that is what that is his wife, Tay Dome Lautner. So I guess I so the fans are just like anytime you say anything about Taylor, they're going to be like, Ugh. "Yeah." I mean, basically, it was a TikTok that they made that had her song "Dear John" playing in the background. And Taylor Lautner was on his knees praying, <laughs> and the song is called Dear John. So people, you know, you yeah. had to clear that up, even though it was just a funny little thing that's like, oh, hilarious. Yeah, this is why, like, woe unto you who dates a pop star. Mm. I just think, like, everybody's like, oh, I want to date a musician. Until you do. Because oh. do you really want to become album fodder? Yeah, and and that's actually that's what it used to be, right? Like it used to be sort of because if you think about storied rock bands and artists of days gone by, Mm -hmm. you know there were stories about who the songs were about, but it was sort of lore or sort of knowledge that super fans would have. Yeah, because without the ubiquity of social media Mm -hmm. or the the just. Everywhereness of social media, people. Not everybody really knew those stories, so and you could kind of live. People. Well, that's what I mean. Is you could sort of live in, in obscurity, and then people would be like, "Oh, aren't you the one?" You like you'd Angie? be in a bar somewhere eating, you know, beer nuts, and somebody'd be like, "Wait, so are you the one that?" Yeah. That Paul McCartney was singing about, and right? She's like, yeah, that was me. Um, but now, because of the world we live in, everything is out there in the open and fair game. And she's you dating almost, other celebrities. And now, like, if you say Jake Gyllenhaal, to me, he doesn't have an identity outside of being Taylor Swift's ex-boyfriend. To a lot of people. Like, honestly, when Certainly. I, I hear his name, I think Taylor Swift. I just see abs, and I'm dumbfounded, <laughs> because that's how Jake and I, you know, exist in the same universe. Oh, okay. I mean, I when I think Jake, I think abs. But, no, I get it. To your, your point is that many people sort of make that connection first and foremost. And then you're Which forever is really, connected as just your identity. But to be fair to Jake sex. and Harry and all, and, and Taylor, too, when that started, it wasn't the same. Mm. The world wasn't the same place. That's correct. It was a little more innocent, naive. Mm-hmm. Right. And now it's not. So now I think if you had a child or you were a child and or not child, but like a young person mm-hmm. and a pop star who's super famous dropped into your DMs, I mean, I would just like scream, run the other way, run the oh, other way. Oh, true. Wouldn't you might you? be really excited, but well, I wouldn't believe it. Well, yeah, but let's I'm just saying like if if you, if are an you were presented it, with the yes. opportunity of dating like a if you're an influencer, which, you know, there have been matchups between real celebrities and, yeah. well. But even even if you're not an influencer, I'm just saying yeah. as like a, a normal, quote unquote, normal outside of the entertainment industry person. Mm-hmm. And you're you are somehow presented with the opportunity to date somebody who's that famous. 
don't you just run the other way? Um, well, I don't think in reality people would. They would just be like, oh my gosh, did you oh, know would. that Engelbert Humperdink? Engelbert Humperdink? <laughs> Engelbert Humperdink Engel- is in my DMs. <laughs> Humperdink. Is that his Engelbert name? Humperdink. Humperdink. Engelbert. <laughs> Bert. <laughs> but no, you. so you think most people would choose to run towards that? <laughs> The Engelberg? Engelbert. <laughs> Mike, I think they would. Would you run towards uh, it or run away? If it was Engelberg Tumperdink, I sure <laughs> would. Um, but no, I agree with you. It's, there's a lot going uh, on there. It's just, have, it would be tempting. No, I get it. And I like trust when I was in my 20s, I'd be like, oh my God, I'm just here. Like, even if I had no interest whatsoever, I'd be like, I'm just going to be in it for the stories that I can tell. Right, afterward. exactly. I mean, I do have a couple stories. In fact, I might have a story that we could share. Um, why haven't you yet? Well, we will. Ooh. But it's not me. It's not me. Okay. <laughs> My friend, Bob. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, but uh, back to Taylor Swift. We have to run. So, Taylor Swift, call off your fans. Yeah, they're taking Leave everything Taylor way Lockner too serious, seriously. Leave Taylor and Taylor. Yeah, Tay-Tay's. Hey, Taylor. Leave Taylor and Taylor alone. Right. That's confusing. Hey, when we come back, will you tell us about Jeff Bezos? You know, I he got will. Engaged to that lady, they Lauren think, Sanchez. Yeah. And they've got a lot of money. Mm. And I would like to hear how they're going to spend it when we come back oh. right here on, my- on the My Talk website or app. Hey, My Talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Alight. You know, Alight is a Twin Cities based organization. Right here in the Twin Cities, but they spread out across the globe 365 days a year to help those who are displaced by war, conflict, and famine. And no doubt you've seen headlines recently about the crisis at our own southern border, at the U.S.-Mexico border. And Alight has been there. You know, they've been there for a long time, but currently they're partnering with other local organizations like Catholic Charities, or the Catholic Sisters, excuse me. Uh, to provide essential services to the folks at the border, things like shelter, um, access to you know food and clean water, all of the things you would hope for yourself if you were forced to leave everything you had behind because of conflict, war, economic uh, troubles. Alight is there, and you can continue to support the work Alight is doing at wearealight.org. And thank you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk, 107.1, Everything Entertainment. Um, We have to talk about the Cannes Film Festival is still going on, and Jeff Bezos has made an appearance. Wow, He's there, and he, you know, I'm sure invests in films. That's probably something that he does. Well, and and Prime, I'm sure, has some sort of submission or oh, is looking to buy films. Yeah. Duh. Okay. Yeah. That just clicked for me. Okay. <laughs> so you got there. Jeff it's Bezos of Amazon um, fame is at the Cannes Film Festival. He is there with his uh, girlfriend, Lauren Sanchez, and people are speculating that they're, they are engaged. Why are they speculating such things? Because somebody took a telephoto lens and zoomed in on the yacht and she has a big honking ring on that you can see from shore oh so basically ergo he has proposed most likely she's wearing it on that hand I mean, it could be a friendship ring a friendship wow i need a friend like that then yeah Ooh-hoo. okay so yes it's a huge ring and who knows how much it's worth um and 
they look like a very happy couple. I'm scrolling through pictures and I'm like, you have your a shoes very off? very disgustingly wealthy couple. Yeah, she has her shoes off on this yacht and I'm, or on this dock and I'm afraid she's going to slip off into the ocean. I don't know why I felt protective of her for a reason when I saw that, but um, some of the other yachts around just... Uh, to give you a clue in on what's going on there, um, a $70 million yacht, and it is owned by venture capitalist Todd Chaffrey, who invested in Netflix, Kayak, and Twitter. Hmm, okay. Good investment. Kayak to super yacht. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, and then British billionaire entrepreneur, we have Brett Alexand- Alexander Palos. He has a $45 million yacht. Um, it's called Illusion, but you can see it because it's been spotted off. You know, I I can also just tell you, you can play the home game because we used to do this on the show every once in a while. If you want to follow super yachts, you can track them in real time. There's a website called marinetraffic.com. So uh, frequently when I'm on a cruise, I don't know if you know this, Dawn, but I occasionally like a cruise. Thank you. And when you're in port, and if you see like a super yacht, you can be like, oh, whose yacht is that? Can you, you is there a map view? You clickety clack. Oh, yeah. You can, I'm actually on it right now. And you can see all of the yachts. I mean, you can go anywhere in the world. (gasps) Wow. But there are yachts everywhere. And if you're in a specific place, you just hit your location. It'll show you the boats that it's not just yachts, of course. Like it says marine it's marine. Marine traffic dot com. There are other sites I think that do this. You basically just have to know the name of a yacht. Uh, and who it like, and you'll be able to see like if it has a common name who it's registered to. So you'll be able to figure out. And there's usually pictures, and you can track it. I mean, you can literally go deep, but you can track cruise ships. You can track pleasure craft of all sizes. You can track uh, shipping, uh, shipping ships. <laughs> you know what yes. I mean? Cargo ships. Um, and so then you can see like where they've been, where they're going to. And we used to do this during Can because. You could track and see, like, oh, are the Kardashians in Cannes right now? Oh my gosh! Are they? If you can find a a, like press report of the name of the boat, like if you can find that somehow, then you can find out the location. Okay, so if I put in um, the one I mentioned, illusion. Yep, you should be able to just type in illusion. It might give you a couple options. Look for the pleasure craft version. Um, pleasure. Or or it'll say like. Pleasure craft illusion. Yeah. Okay. And then click on it. Oh, I think that they should make this like being registered in the actors union where you can't have the same name as another actor. That's why people have three names in Hollywood because they have to, they can't be the same. You can't just be Bob Smith. You got to be. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Bob McCracken Smith. <laughs> you love Bob McCracken. Yeah. <laughs> that is your go-to fake thing. So, Illusion, uh, yeah, that's not the one. Yeah, but there are several, but you know, some But you of can them narrow it down Kentucky. because they yeah. will show you pictures. Yes. They will show you pictures and um, I will tell you it's fun, especially around Cannes because all the Richies have their Ooh, yachts. And I will tell you when we this. went to, I think last year we went to St. Bart's. And there were so many disgusting, like I was on a cruise ship, but we were around and then went on a smaller boat that sort of toured the area where all the like mega yachts were. There was literally one with the heliopad or whatever it's called, the helipad, whatever that's called, the helicopter. It looked like James Bond. It had like, it looked like a battleship, but like a personal battleship. Mm -hmm. It was all like gunmetal gray. And then it had this hatch that opened up in the back and a helicopter flew out. It was so cool. It fell out of a, it flew out of a hatch. (laughs) Now, Jeff Bezos on his $500 million yacht, he does have a helipad. Yeah. And they're having a we hell of a time. We parked right next to um, Tommy Hilfiger. Oh. And his yacht, I wanted to swim over. I literally like jumped <laughs> in the water and was like, I'm going to swim over there you and didn't. ask to use the bathroom. Oh my I God. didn't, but. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay, so on See, the isn't front. Isn't this fun? It is fun. I'm looking at the map right now. Um, now, I see that um, it has a big mermaid on the front. This is the $500 million vessel that Jeff Bezos owns. And it has a mermaid, and it looks like Lauren Sanchez. No, it doesn't. Does it? It does. It actually is. It's Lauren. You're lying. I'm not no, lying. No, you're being I'm facetious. Re- no, no, no. I'm not lying. Mike, you've Mike, seen that lying? too, right? Yeah, I've heard that. No, yes. it's true. There's a photo, actually, on this link that I will put on our show link Isn't page. Isn't that bad luck? I would feel like that's it is? bad luck. Oh, to have your lady I just would be embarrassed. I'm like, can you not do a replica of my boobs, please, on the front of the ship? She, I mean, she seems like the kind of person that would actually be fine with that. Okay. Don't you think? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think she's doing just great for herself. Um, so if you... $500 million super yacht. What is on it? It must be like that a That is more ship. expensive than any home. Like, it just doesn't make any sense It doesn't to me. make any sense. I don't understand it. 500 million. You could buy an island. It's a half a billion dollars? Yeah. Oh, wait. No, that's not his. That's, uh, that's not his yacht. Jeff Bezos, $500 million super yacht at Cannes. Oh. Yeah. It is. It is. $500 million. It's called Koru. Mm-hmm. Wow. So who, what was the illusion? The illusion was someone else's, another rich person. I can't with all these rich people in their yachts. Mm -hmm. Hey, when we come back on the adventures of... Entertainment. It's Don McLean for Olivia Weight Control Centers. Oh my gosh, summer is almost here, you guys. Maybe you're like, oh, I really... There's going to be a lot of parties I'm going to, and also just you want to feel healthier. I know the feeling because I actually lost 30 pounds with Olivia five years ago, and I learned how to maintain that weight loss, and I feel great now. So if you want to lose weight and do it the healthy way, you can lose weight before officially summer is here, and you can lose it with Olivia's doctor-recommended programs. Um, They were voted Minnesota's 
Year's Best Weight Loss Program, and for a couple years in a row, actually. So if you want three months free when you mention me, call today, 855-GO-LIVIA or Livia.com, and they will get you set up. Just say, I heard this from Don McLean on my talk, and you can get into something that's going to work for you. It's something that is not like a yo-yo diet situation. These are uh, registered dietitians and nutritionists that put them together. 855-GO-LIVIA or Livia.com, three months free when you mention me. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. Well, from can to... Kim. Kim and Croy, exactly. And oh. there's a can we got open. That's right, a whole can of pot. I mean, no. No, a whole can a of can of pot. Gambling. I mean, how lame am I? Can, yes, because Croy has some claims. Would you like to tell? Well, we first had claims. That, okay, look, they both want full custody, so the knives are out, mm-hmm. metaphorically speaking. And we first learned from Kim that Croy has a weed problem. He's just smoking the weed nonstop, can't take care of the kids. Everybody knows, uh, you know, the weed addict uh, just sitting there on a couch eating Cheetos can't raise the kids, right? Yeah, and addiction is a real thing. But I'm I'm being facetious because because she said he smokes pot. He smokes a lot of pot. So that was the first lobbing of allegations that may indicate he is not fit for parentage. Oh, look, now we've got allegations from that was my good friend, uh, the past calling those allegations. Um, So now we have allegations from Kim or excuse me, from Croy towards Kim. And Croy is saying that, wait, wait, it's not my smoking weed that's the problem it's kim's gambling problem that's the problem meaning she can't take care of the kids because she's too busy online gambling online gambling yeah she's doing online gambling now here's what i found interesting and i went back and looked because i'm like this is not the first time we've heard about kim and gambling oh really so, yeah and oh. i i remember reading something around the time and i think it was back in february maybe that we learned that their house, or we talked about their house being in foreclosure. Yeah, and they're like, no, it isn't. And they're like, no. She's like, we're not leaving <laughs> it's anytime like, soon. But the papers and people had referenced their, uh, or referenced her gambling as a possible mm. source of their financial woes. And sure enough, if you go back in time, people have pointed out, thanks to you know some scenes from Don't Be Tardy, that Kim likes to gamble uh, at the casino, and so. We now know, at least not from listeners or excuse me, viewers, but we actually know from Croy, allegedly, supposedly, according to new legal documents that were obtained by TMZ. Oh, I wonder who sent those legal documents mm-hmm. or, you know, they were probably public and he just they just were able to grab hold of them. Croy says Kim has been showing, quote, very troubling behavior that has accelerated in the last few months leading up to their divorce. He says that she is. Uh, compulsive gambling online, which then devastated the family financially. He says she is, quote, so consumed with online gambling that she's unable to properly care for her minor children, and he is worried about their health and well-being. Oh, my gosh. So what does that look like, I wonder? So she is just sitting at her computer, like, playing slots? Or, like, what's her gambling of choice? Mike, yeah, I, I... 
I I think you would know mm-hmm. of the three of us what online gambling options there are because we uh, know you you every, know your way around those things. Yeah, every state is different. It's mm-hmm. not legal in. I was just as you guys were talking about looking up what's legal in Georgia and what she might Ooh. be doing, but. Um, uh, online casino gambling is not legal in Georgia, <gasps> so that's that's not going to maybe stop anybody though. There's other ways around uh-huh. that, and they don't really regulate it that much. Um, okay. But I'm just trying to see here. <laughs> like she could be on a like, website gambling. Yeah, like there's off sea offshore gambling sites and things like that. Oh, Good I luck see. getting your yeah. money if you actually win on some of those. <gasps> um, but uh, there's I guess ways around it. Okay. I wonder if she's but, doing any sports betting, which would be a real dig to him since he was an Atlanta Falcon. They're currently illegal in, and that's one that actually they do crack down on because oh, okay. uh, the, the sports, the most predominant sports betting apps are uh, hard to get onto in some of those uh, states. So doubt it's that, but I don't know. We'll see. And also, like at the end of the day, this seems, I don't want to say it's weak tea because I don't know what's really going on between these two, but it's clear to me that since they're both asking for full custody of the child, Drin, that they are going to need to provide and there might be some motivation to produce evidence that would indicate the other Mm. person is not capable of being a parent. So, like, you're going to have to throw your best stuff out there to convince the court. Uh How do you think this allegation will sit like do you well, think this will be taken legitimately as a uh, means by which to that, sh- that she won't be able to raise her kids i don't know if it'll go that far but it could get them in some serious trouble when it comes or her in serious trouble when it comes to what they owe the irs mm-hmm. because he actually does have proof of the, proof of this gambling that uh he provided thousands of dollars worth of checks and withdrawals from their bank account as proof of her gambling addiction so she's moving money around and I yeah, mean, but there's a difference between. Yes. I mean, like, all those oh, things look, are true. She just, you know, but spending money on stuff is not an indication that you can't take care of your kids. Absolutely. It could be. But they, if you made a connection, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it seems like I don't want to say these are both weak tea because I, I don't want to minimize addiction or minimize, you know, drug use or gambling. Mm-hmm. But. But to get a court to believe that the other person should not have the ability to see their uh, or to to help raise their child, I feel like you're going to have to need something a little more than she likes to, you know, lose money online and he likes to smoke some weed. Yeah. So I guess seeing as how both of those things in a healthy context are legal in many states. Right. That's very, very true. Those are those are good points there. Uh, so she claims she caught him smoking marijuana. Ooh. But like that means that she there wasn't a lifestyle she's claiming, which I would question from her attorney. OK, well, w- would you like to take a drug test and we'll take a hair sample and see if you've smoked marijuana with your well, husband? And so the drug test thing, it, like that's the thing where she's trying to like get a drug test. Right. Because that sounds ooh drug test. He's trying to do the psych evaluation because, ooh, uh-huh. that sounds scary, right? Yeah. Like, she's got issues. Like, having issues, I don't know if you've met parents before, but they're capable of having many issues and, and raising, raising children. Kids. That's right. Yes. Like, if pot smoking was a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? If that was a barrier to parenthood. Ooh. 
Yeah, nice. homes for wayward children would be, you know, chock full of kids. That's right. Same with gambling, mm-hmm. right? Again, yeah. like if there if there really is found to be such a, a level of an issue that they can't take care of their kids, then that's one thing. But it, it does seem like we're in a place right now where they're kind of just, if this is the best they have, all it says to me is that things are going to get kind of nasty because they're really having to scrape the bottom of the barrel. Do you think if they didn't have the problems with the IRS, the million dollars that they owe, and the 15000 uh, in Georgia, like let's just say the million didn't exist, do you think that they would be divorcing now? That's a good question. I don't know them well enough to know what their relationship was like. You watched the show. Do you have a sense? Well, I watched it a long time ago, and they seemed to be just happy as they could ever be. Yeah, well, and it was just like light she... drama, you know? Yeah. She was just really happy with the relationship. She likes to wear a wig, and he likes to, you know. Yeah, I mean, they always had advice on <laughs> relationships for other people, which I thought was funny because they'd been married for five minutes. Yeah. It's like, you've been married for two years. Like, give it some time, and maybe you'll experience things where you don't feel like... Like, they literally... We've played clips of them saying, like, there's no reason to get a divorce. You just... You have to be honest with each other. I feel like it's got to be more than money because, like, you know, if you feel like you're in a money problem together, then that, you know what I mean? Like, because they have kids. If let's just speculate and go a little bit deeper here. If he is seeing her, let's just say that she is gambling a lot of their money away and that caused such a problem where there was. Because if you don't like if you have earnings that you don't account for. Boy, that's a big problem. He doesn't want to go to jail. Right. And so he's like, it's her fault that we're in debt and she owes this money. Also, the other thing this tells me is perhaps he didn't know the level of money. You know, like this would indicate to me that he was unaware of the depths of the issue financially Mm -hmm. that he felt like she caused. And so that created some resentment. Again, I'm totally you know, spitballing here, but because again, just because you have financial problems, I mean, yes, money can drive a lot of people apart. Families Definitely. of it's all like kinds. Probably the number one thing. Yeah. But I think if you have a relationship that's on a solid foundation, mm. just because you're going through money problems, you get through it together. I mean, look at, you need look no further than another reality family, Dawn, where the patriarch and matriarch are currently behind bars, but they're still together. Are you talking about the Chrisleys? I am, oh my Dawn. Gosh, and this would have I... been a great opportunity for her to be like, he's a secret gay man having <laughs> homosexual relationships. <laughs> right. Because that was, you know, presented in court and she stood by her man. So I just feel like just because you're having financial problems. Doesn't mean you can't stay together and look at the Chrisleys. Yeah. They're doing great. I wonder, I bet on Savannah's podcast, Savannah Chrisley, she's talking about because they're all... In the South. In the South. And I bet she has opinions on oh, I bet she does. and Croy. Once she gets done berating, you know, flight <laughs> attendants. Oh, God. Like, I will check my bag, and I don't care what you... I won't check my bag. And I'm just going to blow past you and just oh, go God. down there and get I on just the airplane. Want, I love... Can I just tell you? <laughs> I love people who... And by love, I mean I obviously don't. Yeah. But just watching somebody live that privileged life walk by you're just like oh god let me watch this unfold me too because it ain't gonna end well oh boy maybe we need to check in with her podcast and should we okay let's do that sounds shady but we're going to no i mean it it feels good to sort of scratch that itch every (laughs) once in a while to know you know 
I mean, it's a whole different way of living and thinking and breathing. It's low stakes. It's low stakes drama, man. Yeah. She has does very well with her media and podcasting. Yeah. People are really interested in the family. They have a huge following. So us little picking at a little Chrisley scab isn't going <laughs> to. We're going to go pick a Chrisley scab tomorrow on the program. <laughs> That's right. Uh, find out how they're doing in prison oh, huh? before Kim and Croy end up in jail. There has been no talk, I don't think, of like jail right oh no meaning like financial chicanery not or shenanigans not yet but it, it seems like there could be yeah because if you owe the irs a million dollars don't you think the irs don't you is... go to jail well that's the thing don't doesn't that happen people go to jail i mean you can file for bankruptcy but you're still gonna owe the irs forever they're not gonna go okay like that is not exempt from a bankruptcy yeah i mean stan and dorothy almost went to jail because Stan did not keep all the receipts. Are you talking about the Golden Girls? Oh, hell. All right. <laughs> hey, y'all. <laughs> when we come back, it was a really poor Dorothy. She went through it. She had to pawn her ring. Oh, be Arthur. But then Stan bought it back for her because he's not you know, totally worthless. All okay. right. My Talk website or app. Hey, my talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Hero Home Services. Now, If you're like most people, you're not really thinking much about your air conditioner. Although, probably today you're going to start thinking about it because it's getting kind of hot out. That means it's a perfect time to get your AC tuned up and ready to go for the summer. So you don't have to worry about it just shutting off randomly on uh, one of the hottest days. Here's what you do. Call my friends at Hero. They are the pros. I mean, they've been in business for well over 100 years. They know Twin Cities homes better than anyone. They'll come out, make sure your AC is in tip-top shape for just $69. Here's the best part, you guys. That $69 tune-up comes with a 365-day no-breakdown guarantee. That's the real deal. And you can trust the work that Hero's doing. And then you can just go about your business enjoying the summer in that delicious, cold, and beautiful air. Call Hero.com today. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. We've had a fun day. You can go back and listen to the podcast if you missed part of it. And uh, it's time to play a game with Mike. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. Yes, playing hey, again Mike. today. Hey, how's it going? You know, yeah. It's a beautiful day. It is beautiful. Let's play a game before we go out and enjoy it's that beautiful so cold day. In here. Are you cold? Freezing. No. Turn up the heat. What mm. game are we going to play today? What are we going to play? Not Ooh. what's the temperature. It is. What's, what's going on here? What? Ooh. Oh, it seems very dramatic. That's like, um, ooh, what is that? I can't believe I'm a millionaire. Or is it butter? That's E.T. or something. No. These are movie themes. John. Movie soundtracks. John Williams trivia. Let's go to the movies. What is and that? finally. Oh. Finally. Oh! oh! You had to get all of the themes in there. Uh, we're doing a little movie trivia today okay. because AFI released its list of the greatest movie quotes of all time. Oh, no. Why? You're going to do movie <laughs> quotes in Spanish and we're we got to figure out. <laughs> Spanish. The movie it's from. way too much work. No, I'm just going to give you a movie quote. You're going to tell okay. me if you know the movie quote. Oh, and if you do, no. you get a point. We've got eight of them, and then we've got a tiebreaker if needed. I don't know. This is a so voice this, game. This is good. It is? Yeah. Why is that? 
because what does that mean a boys game huh? uh, guys you know they can literally have full conversations just in movie clubs. not me am i right ladies okay, i can what yeah is this? that is like, true so yeah like a 1980s comedy club <laughs> First of all, I'm a homosexual, so I don't so, figure into this equation. So these, so these quotes are. Uh, don't all, even get me started. Can we talk? These all right, are all in the top twenty-five of AFIs. They did their list of one hundred oh, no. quotes in one hundred years. So I'm going to give you the quote. You'll have a few seconds to ring in when you know it. And okay. uh, if you got it right, you get a point. If you don't get it right, nobody gets a point. Pretty simple. Oh, we have to no, ring in. Ring in. Use oh, your name ah. as your buzzer. It's okay. Versus what? <sighs> don't Do a dance? be sassy. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> Are you ready for the first one? Yes. Yeah. All right, looking for the movie that this quote comes from. Say hello to my little friend. Bradley Trainer. Oh, Bradley Trainer. Say hello to my little friend. It's... Need an answer. Uh, say hello to my little friend. You answer, you're stalling. I am. Because I don't No know. time, sorry. Don? I thought I did. Um, say Al Pacino in Serpico. Oh, shoot. Scarface. Scarface! Yeah, ah! same thing. Scarface. Okay. All right, that's all right. We so got eight close. of them. Don't close. worry. We'll okay. get a few of them here. What I was promise. his little friend? The, it's a gun. It's a gun. Oh, that, it's actually know. like a rocket grenade launcher. He's about to blow up the yeah, door. Yeah, he's you know. in a room. Spoiler this, alert. Yeah. Did a lot of cocaine. Okay, here we go. Uh, how about uh, this movie quote? Frankly, my dear, I Dawn. don't give it. Dawn. That She's is stalling. that is from um that is from You're stalling. You're stalling. No, 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 no. Uh, oh, it's the, red cur- it's the dress. It's gone with the it. wind. Took you a second, but you got there. There you go. Gone with the wind. You have to guess, Don. You can't just... Oh, you mean like you just did? (laughs) All right. I'll try to be a little more uh, forceful with that. Next one. Here we go. Are you guys ready? Next quote. AFI's uh, greatest uh, quotes of all time. We'll go with this one. Bradley Trainer. Bradley Trainer. That's the Wizard of Oz. Why would you ever let him take that from me? Because I am a gay man, and it's the Wizard of Oz, and I read a whole (laughs) story about the ruby slippers this morning. All right. One one Just is our you're score. The wicked witch. <laughs> one one is our score. We're gonna keep this rolling on hey. again. The greatest movie quotes of all time. You guys are doing great. I don't know what you were worried about. Here we go with the next one. <laughs> this is a boys' game. He's looking at you, Bradley. Yeah. Bradley was slightly first. <sighs> that is called uh, Casablanca. Yes, it is. Nicely done. 2-1 lead now for Bradley. As we're rolling through here, we've got uh, our next one. Are you both ready? <laughs> no, I have to shut all my tabs down. Okay, shut all your tabs Why down. Don't look at your, your te- don't look at your open. screen. That's going to throw you off. I are know, you ready? I start looking at your face, and then I get confused. <laughs> because what? I can see Mike in a camera. I have a very confusing face. Okay, I just got to really close my All right, here we go. Yep, okay. shut your eyes maybe. Maybe that'll help. <sighs> yeah. Here we go. I'm going to make him an offer camera for you. Dawn. Dawn. The Godfather. There we go. We got ourselves a 2-2 game. Nicely done. 2-2. As we're rolling on through, let's go with this one. And may the force be with you. Bradley Trainer. Bradley Trainer. May the force be with you. Is that Star Wars? Yes. But why did that sound weird? Can you play it again? Um, maybe. It's uh <laughs> Come on. He's on a he has a plan. <laughs> Don't mess and up may his the plan. May the force be with you. 
This is when they're all sitting in the room about the first time they say, may the force be with you in Star Wars, the original oh, 1977, wow. okay. all right. before they go on the mission. It sounded like a guy up. at like a conference. Oh, it kind all of right, is. Guys, we're gonna have it a, is a conference. We're, we're going to go get spaceship. bagels. All right. Yeah. All right. So uh, with that one, now it's three, two, I mm-hmm. think, Bradley. Okay. Uh, we've got a couple more here. And again, if we need the tiebreaker, we'll get to it. But uh, here is our next one. Don. Don was first. Color of money. Incorrect. Oh, shoot. Don't say anything. Bradley? It's show me the money and the name of the movie is... Uh, hot Steaks. <laughs> <sighs> that would be... Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. Oh, yeah, here you go. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's right. hard to Steaks. do. It's, it's really hard We're to We're going to really suck this Friday. The boarding well, that's show. the other thing. I'm trying to help you guys you out a little bit. Get, you, get, you, get yeah. you ready for it. Yeah. So, because we don't know exactly what the questions are going to be like. Mm-hmm. I, it's hard to do today. recall. Hey, Mike, right, here we go. when we do the trivia, can I just have you on the phone and I'll have an earbud in? Or he could just be listening and text us. It's illegal. I can't do that. I've been talking no to about that already. No one told me that I, can, I can't have an earbud. <laughs> they All said right. don't. Okay. You ready for another one? Yeah. Yep. Here we go uh, again. Three to two. Three to two. We've got, uh, looks like three left. So uh, let's see how you it goes. You window. All right, here we go. <laughs> you talking to me? You talking to me? Don. Don. Taxi driver. Yes, Good got job. It. Ties it up at three apiece. Oh, God, it's so And, uh, yeah, I think I miscounted. I do have two left, so we'll see how these two go. Okay. I better save one for the tiebreaker just in case, though. So uh, with that, whoever gets... Well, I guess I wouldn't need that. Though. No, here we go. Then you wouldn't need the tiebreaker. All right, so we'll go with this one. This well, no, this one's to decided then because I if don't we like do, to think about these deep things. Just if we do two the of quote. them, then we could have a tie. Okay, here we go. This is for the win since we're tied three to three. Okay. Are you both ready? Yes. Yeah. Get ready to ring in. Here is the final of the AFI top quotes of all time. This is Robinson. Bradley Trainer. That's oh. the graduate. That is the yeah, graduate yeah, for yeah, the win. Yeah. I have Nicely to say my done. name louder. I didn't say it at all you that time. You didn't say it at all. <laughs> oh, I, hear, I, I hear you. I've got to turn up. Sometimes you go, Bradley Trader, really loud. And I it, say Don. You know, I just the, say Don. I would hear The Dawn amount of time that you explain why you didn't say the right answer. <laughs> if you would take get, that energy and put it towards answering. Okay. So congratulations. It was a fair Bradley fight Trainer. because. It's a really fair fight. By the way, you here was, very the, well here was the tiebreaker if needed. A census taker once tried to Bradley test Chainer. me. Yep. That's silence of the lamb. I ate his liver. That is correct. Nice done. I would have to the second sentence for that, so you would have won anyway. Congratulations. But, Don, you know we don't have winners and losers. We've got winners and consolation prize winners, and, Don, you're going home with this. And glamorous eternal lash eyelashes. You put them on once easily, they stay on alluringly. Work, shower, sleep, and stay beautiful. Eternal lash. Eternal, eternal eyelashes. Lash. There you oh, go. great. Hey, you thank even, you, Mike. That was welcome. really fun. They don't decompose. Ew. They stay with you forever. <laughs> Mike, thank you so much for another wonderful game. Dawn. I'll see you in tomorrow? a minute. You going to come back tomorrow? I am. All right. I will, too. <laughs> Up next, though, Lori and Julia. Julia's back. Right here on My Talk 1071. Bye. Bye. Website or app. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Boulevard Auto Works, blvdautoworks.com. Guess where my car is right now? It's at Boulevard. Tom and his team have my vehicle. And uh, you know why? Well, because it's time for scheduled maintenance. I think I hit my 16,000 mark. 
And uh, I think all they're going to have to do is probably an oil change, make sure the tires have been rotated. And if not, that's about the most exciting thing that's happening to my vehicle today. Other than this, they're going to wash that thing. And so when I pick it up this afternoon, it's going to feel so nice to get into a fully washed vehicle in tip-top shape thanks to the pros at Boulevard Auto Works right over in St. Anthony. They've been there for decades. You guys, they're the real deal. They're not going to take you for a ride. You can trust your vehicle with Tom and his team at Boulevard. Head to blvdautoworks.com today. You can make your appointment online. But most importantly, don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. 